Are you tired of spinning your wheels, running in circles, trying to make progress with your career in entertainment and the arts? Well, this is the podcast that will change your life. Each week, we'll share strategies and techniques you can use to achieve more by working better and more effectively so you can reach your goals faster without having to work harder. Hi, I'm Gordon Firemark, and this is More Better Faster. Hi, everybody. It's Gordon, and this is another episode of More Better Faster, and today we're going to talk about living from a place of integrity. Now, what do I mean when I say integrity? Well, integrity is a personal quality of fairness that we all aspire to. Well, at least if you're not a dishonest, immoral scoundrel. (laughs) So having integrity really means doing the right thing in a reliable way. It's a personality trait that we admire since it means a person has a moral compass that doesn't waver. It literally means having wholeness of character, such as an integer is a whole number with no fractions. Physical objects can display integrity as can people. You know, for example, a a rickety old bridge that sways in the wind, you might question its structural integrity. And the same is true of a person whose integrity isn't (laughs) entirely complete. So uh, I looked up definitions of it, and there are two dictionary definitions that I found. The first says the quality of being honest and having moral principles. And the second is the state of being whole and undivided. So let's talk about honesty and moral principles first. You know, honesty is a multifaceted thing. You know, obviously it means telling the truth um, and being, you know, uh, uh, completely honest, candid, um, factual, you know, with with things. Uh, Even the smallest lie is, is dishonest. Now, there are circumstances where people may think, well, it's okay to lie, you know, tell a white lie when, when uh, you know, your spouse asks, how do I look, or, or something like that, and maybe it's not their best day, and you, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, you don't want to get into that. Uh, even so, though, being honest about things is the better course. Uh, it's possible to be honest, yet compassionate, honest, yet um, uh, uh, understanding and, and um, uh, supportive, and uh, I, you know, I think that uh, that's an important important component. Uh, so telling the truth is always uh, a, a part of honesty, but also having true intentions. That is, as you go about your day, as you go about your life, um, operating from a place of, of uh, transparency without concealing or misleading what your real motivations are. Um, you know, it's okay. You don't have to necessarily share your motivations with everybody that you encounter, but you also shouldn't, uh, conceal or obfuscate or, or mislead people as to why you're doing something or saying things that you say and so on. Um, honesty also means being true to your word, you know, with others, of course. Um, when you say you're going to do something, you do it. When you say you're going to be somewhere, you arrive there. When you say you can do that at a particular time, you keep to the time frame allotted. You, um, uh, you know, you you keep your promises, you live up to the things that you say. But this also matters to uh, being true to your word with yourself. You know, it's so easy as we go through our lives and we and we try to satisfy others' expectations and fulfill our promises and 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 satisfy you know the needs and interests of others to compromise our own needs and interests. And that is, I would say, it's almost the worst kind of dishonesty or lack of integrity. We have to be true to ourselves uh, at all times. Uh, So before you say yes to someone else's request or expectation, it's really important that you have to be clear on its impact and the consequences for you. Now, sometimes you'll be willing to make that sacrifice because that's how you 
how you operate, how you demonstrate your love for a person because the, their need in the moment is maybe more important than your need. But you have to always ask, what is it that you're saying no to for yourself when you accept a responsibility for another and vice versa, of course. And once you commit, of course, remain committed to fulfilling that responsibility. That is what being true to your word is. Now, there's another side of this that is important as well. Um, you know, once you, uh, once you make that commitment and then if it becomes clear, you're not going to be able to live up to it. It's important that we manage expectations. You know, that's a part of being honest also. So if you, let's say you, well, this is what happened to me. I was, um, on my very first date with the woman who is now my wife, uh, I was running late. And, um, I, you know, I try to be punctual. <laughs> Some would argue with me on that because living here in LA, uh, punctuality is a <laughs> fluid concept. Uh, and that's sort of what I'm talking about. But, you know, I always try to get places early enough that I will be on time for my appointments and things. But in this instance, it was a Sunday brunch. We were meeting at a restaurant for our first date. We had met uh, through an online service and um, had a few phone conversations and had set this date for Sunday brunch. And um, as I was on my way there, I realized that with traffic and everything else, I was going to be probably 15 or 20 minutes late. And I, I guess I could have just shown up late. Of course, I was risking the chance that she would think less of me or that she would get up and leave if I didn't make it on time. So I took the time to call her, apologize, explain the situation. And, uh, you know, to this day now, it's 16 years ago, she still says that that was an important uh uh, moment in our relationship that she knew I could I'd be counted on to uh, to you know be true to my word and or to manage things if I was not going to be able to live up to them I would you know be honest and, and direct about that and those kinds of things so our first date went very well <laughs> obviously we got married a little under a year later and uh, we're together now for 15 years so that's that's a good sign I think um, so being honest with oneself and with one with others around them is is a key component of uh, integrity. And you know, I want to say integrity is something that um, uh, you know serves us. And I'll, I'll talk a little more about this. But you know, whether you believe in the in the notion of the law of attraction, um, when what you put out into the universe uh, is is what you attract, and so. Um, if you, if you believe in integrity in others, then of course, having those traits in yourself is important because that's the kind of energy you put out there into the world. Likewise with, uh, the, the concept of karma, <laughs> you know, what goes around comes around. What you give is what you get. What, what the way you treat others is the way you will be treated. So operating from a place of integrity is not just an altruistic thing. It is in one's own self-interest to operate from a place of integrity. The other definition of uh, integrity that I, that I saw was the, this one about um, uh, having moral principles. That's the other part of this honest and having moral principles. One, Moral, morally principled means knowing what's right and wrong and doing the right thing, no matter the consequences to yourself or to others. But is that really the case? Is it really about no matter the consequences to yourself or others? I don't think so. I think that being cognizant of the consequences of doing what you do or not doing things and taking that into consideration as you decide how to proceed is the moral right thing, even when maybe the action in question isn't um, completely, I don't know, completely the right thing. Sometimes it's better not to do something if it's going to hurt people. You know, this is that, that, uh, you know, famous ethical conundrum. Do you, do you take one life to save a million lives or, 
or what do you do? And so, you know, we each have to make our own decisions about what's right or wrong. But being principled about making those decisions, being cognizant of all those consequences and considering them and thinking about it all, that's what I would say integrity really entails. You know, lawyers, I'm a lawyer, as you know, uh, we are much maligned in our ethical (laughs) morality uh, arena. But, you know, actually ethics is a big part of what lawyers are taught. And, And for right or wrong, the ethics that we are taught is part of the reason that we are maligned because we are taught that, um, you know, the, the rule of, of being a lawyer is that you must always zealously advocate for your client. Now that doesn't mean taking a position that is contrary to the law or necessarily even contrary to policy, but if the policy seems wrong in an instance, it is incumbent on the lawyer to argue for a change in policy or for a change in the law, right? We also have this this duty of confidentiality, which means we can't go tell entails on our clients. When a client speaks to us, they have to in order for us to do our job well, we have to know that our clients are being completely straight with us and giving us all of the facts and information so we can prepare to deal with those things as they come up. If the client doesn't have confidentiality um, and they're afraid that we might reveal it to the authorities or or um, or to you know the other side or something like that, that can hurt the relationship and make it harder for the client to trust us and to let us do our job by telling us everything we need to know. So that kind of thing may seem to an outsider, the non-client who doesn't have that, uh, who wants access to that information, might feel that that is um, uh not such a moral or ethical thing, but inside the, the attorney-client relationship, it's important. Uh, we have a duty of candor, that is uh, being honest with our client about everything, whether it's a good or bad news, we, we have to share it and we have to be uh, direct and, and honest about that. We have a duty of competence, that is we, we have to be able to do the things we say we're going to do or learn to do them or um, get the help we need with them or, or else don't take on the job. So that's sort of you know saying yes to an assignment or or a client may mean saying no to time off because you have to study or do the research or those kinds of things. It may mean saying, uh, saying yes to more investigation, more study, more, or sharing your fees with somebody, those kinds of things. The rule basically is the client has to come first before our own interests come the clients. Now that sort of ties in with what I was saying earlier about being true to your word with yourself and not compromising your own needs and interests uh, in favor of the promises to the client. So maybe it means not taking the client. You know, physicians also have uh, a code uh, of, of morals, I guess you could say, the Hippocratic Oath. Uh, many of us know it to be, to say, first of all, do no harm or something along those lines. It actually doesn't say quite that. It's actually a, a much lengthier oath than that. And um, the principle, though, is we do no harm and we are uh, honest and respectful with others. You know, this is sort of, look, every field, every profession has its own codes. And in fact, in, in the Christian and the, and the Hebrew Bible, the, the golden rule of, you know, do unto others as they would do to you, as you would have them done unto you, uh, you know, that is a moral sort of code as well. And the Ten Commandments, <laughs> you know, these kinds of things. So look, many fields have these codes and this is what integrity really embodies. So, you know, it may be telling that we have to be teaching these principles that they aren't sort of inherent in our nature and that we have to emphasize them in this way as we have people go into professions. But it's obvious that society values these traits of integrity 
and its most highly regarded members because we have these these principles, the uh, legal ethics principles, the, the Hippocratic Oath, and the other uh, codes of conduct that many professions and, and uh, industries uh, have adopted. Um, the other definition that I looked at is the one of being the character of being whole and undivided. And that really, this is about honesty again with oneself, at least in part, you know, and, and when I say being honest with oneself, it's not just about things that may be negative. We also have to be honest with ourselves about the positives. So we need to do the introspection and, and the work of figuring out who and what you really are, who you want to be and what you want out of life. Doing that analysis of our strengths and our weaknesses. It's not okay to just look at your weaknesses and then feel negative about yourself. That's not being, that's not integrity. That's not being honest with oneself. That's being overly critical and harsh with oneself. Um, so, and I'll analyze the strengths and the weaknesses and the challenges that, that you encounter and the opportunities. Only when you do this kind of work, can you truly say you're being honest with yourself, that you're operating from a place of integrity, having self-respect and, and knowing your self-worth are tremendously important. Self-esteem, right? Uh, self-care is an important part of being a whole and undivided and integral person. Uh, taking care of your body by getting enough rest and having the right fuel and taking the right actions in the, in terms of movement and, and taking care of your physical self, whether that's, you know, seeing a doctor, taking medicines or not taking medicines, <laughs> consuming alcohol or drugs or not doing so, um, uh, visiting the dentist, all these kinds of things are part of self-care that makes one an integral person. Also taking care of your mind. So body, mind, and spirit are all components of this. Take care of your mind with uh, understanding and, and addressing any psychology kinds of things that you may have. Maybe you feel depressed from time to time. Maybe it's important to get some talk therapy. Maybe you recognize some flaws that you would like to address and maybe getting some hypnotherapy or listening to podcasts that can help you see into yourself a little bit and, and growing your self-esteem and managing your self-esteem. It's possible to have too much self-esteem and, and overvaluing oneself again, uh, uh, I suppose as well. And also your spirit, you know, whether you are a religious person or not, we all have our belief systems and being in touch with those belief systems and, and true to our beliefs and living in, in the, place of having the, those beliefs is, is tremendously important. Meditation, uh, connection with the universe, with self, depending on how, you know, however you choose to engage your spirit. Uh, it's important to do that. And maybe it's getting out in nature. Maybe it's going for a hike. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's engaging in an artistic, uh, form of expression like painting or sculpture or something like that. Whatever it is that feeds your spirit is important to do in order to be a whole person, um, having love and, and experiencing, you know, all of the aspects of your life, uh, to the fullest is part of engaging your spirit and self care and being that whole person with integrity of integrity, uh, doing the things that you need to do for yourself, self actualizing and owning your stuff. You know, <laughs> I use stuff to, to express it, but there's another word that you're thinking, right? Owning your, your stuff is important. If you have done something that hurts somebody else, apologizing, taking responsibility may be a factor. Um, because again, karma, law of attraction, whatever you want to say. And finally, don't settle in your life. If you want something and you don't, and you're not getting it, 
never stop trying, never stop aspiring. If you are experiencing something in your life that isn't comfortable or isn't right, um, don't stay. Don't stay in that place or that situation. Sometimes integrity means making hard decisions, saying no to a lucrative new client or a new account. And, you know, I, I have to do this in my life sometimes. A client comes and I can just recognize off the bat either it's, you know, yes, it's going to pay well, but I, it's just not something that's good for me. It's not something that I'm going to be good at. I'm not going to do my best work. It's not someone that I like or want to care about. It's, you know, all those kinds of things. And so it, it's hard in the moment, especially if you're, if you're you know, just getting started and, and struggling to say no to an opportunity to earn or, or experience some, some, you know, sort of perceived success. But it's really important to remember what you're saying no to every time you say yes to something. And I've taken it upon myself to every time I do pass on a client or, or fire an existing client who turns out not to be so good, I take a moment to sort of celebrate that I've done so and that I'm being good to myself. And frankly, it's in their interests as well. So I feel like I am being, um, honest and moral about it by, you know, just not setting us up for disappointment on both sides. Likewise with firing an employee, you know, if an employee isn't delivering, then they're not operating in integrity. And so terminating them serves them. It helps to, um, uh, it helps them to build their integrity and so on. So turning down any opportunity is, is the kind of decision that has to come from a place of integrity, ending a relationship. You know, here's one that comes up a lot and we do it. Most of us do it naturally. We'll say no to our child asking for, you know, too much candy or too much or, you know, uh, some, something that's not good for them. And we're doing it out of, out of their, you know, their interests first. And that is a hard thing because we want them to love us and, and feel complete and warm and loved and all that. Uh, yet saying no to them is sometimes essential. And so that's the hard decisions we have to make. And we have to do that with ourselves and with everybody around us. So integrity really means being this whole fully integrated individual and the world respects these characteristics and operating from integrity only serves you well. As I said earlier, the laws of karma or law of attraction, whatever you choose to believe in, all of these things come back with what you put out. So personal integrity is really about knowing exactly who you are and what you want and how you want to get there, you know, who you want to be. So I really encourage you to get in touch with yourself and, and your vision. And I have a free uh, crafting your vision worksheet that can help you do just that. If you'd like to get a copy of the uh, vision worksheet, it's at gordonfiremark.com slash vision worksheet. And I encourage you to come on over there and, um, and uh, download your free copy. And in the meantime, I just want to say thank you for listening. And um, I hope you'll take some of this on board and, and uh, think hard about your own personal integrity. And with that, I'll say thanks very much again. And uh, I will talk to you very soon. Here's to your integrity and to your success. 